Welcome to our podcast, Murder, Mystery, and Mayhem, Laced with Morality, where all authors and experts are invited to share, learn, and together make this a better world where light pierces through the darkness with the spoken and written word. I'm excited for our guest today. I had the honor of meeting her through Instagram and also through our attendance uh, to a writer's conference. But this is Melissa's first time on this podcast. And so I just want to tell you a little bit about her. She loves creating things with words, yarn, fabric, and watercolors, a sister after my own heart. She enjoys sharing her faith. Um, she enjoys reading, collecting vintage treasures, drinking coffee, playing the piano, and homeschooling her bonus baby. She also loves looking on the bright side. She has two sons and a crazy cat. She lives and sometimes freezing, freezes in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. <laughs> so welcome, Melissa. Thank you. <laughs> this is a, the wonderful Melissa Chapin. Am I pronouncing that um, last name? It's a Chapin. Chapin, okay. Yes. No um, worries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and I love the accent. <laughs> I was telling you that before you, you came on. I love yes. accents. Yeah. So, I so. can't help it. Sorry. You're going to hear it. <laughs> oh, it's fabulous. I love it. <laughs> um, Thank you. I'm a little jealous right now because I haven't been to Wisconsin uh, in a while. I was we, Melissa and I were chatting on here before the recording. And uh, my husband is from Wisconsin. And we were sharing our, our love for cheese curds. And I'm, I'm kind of jealous because <laughs> I haven't had good cheese curds. The best is you can get them fried or fresh. And then they squeak on your teeth so that you have options. <laughs> oh, what do you like better, the fried or the? I like the fresh ones if you can get them on the day they were made. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> right. Yeah. So cheese, and listen, people, you do not have to go to Europe to get the best cheese in the world ever. You can go right down to Wisconsin. It is exactly. amazing. <laughs> so, so Melissa, tell us, so Melissa, she's going to tell us about a couple of our, uh, her projects. Uh, she is interesting. She's like me. Like, we like to write devotionals and Bible study stuff, and then we like to do <laughs> I know. Is it- isn't that a little funny? Like, what's a good Christian girl doing writing murder mysteries? <laughs> it's like, I don't know. But yes, I have um, a couple Christmas devotionals. It's called Unwrapping Five Names of God for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I, I wrote them quick and easy because I said, I have to admit, I'm a devotional um, flunky. Like, I buy them and I start them and I don't finish them and then I put them away and they look at me from the bookshelf making me guilty so I wrote these just like a small just to bring your mind back to the real reason for Christmas and then I wrote an edi- a family edition so yeah. that you can do it with your children and introduce them to the names of God because I love studying the names of God okay um, Wonderful. so that those are my two devotionals mm-hmm. and then I do have um uh Christmas novella mm-hmm. on pre-order right now. Um, I'm finishing editing it. Um, and I know that sounds silly, but I thought, well, that'd be fun for Christmas in July. Some that people, is. some people yeah. enjoy that. So, um, and I, it's a little hallmarky. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on here, but it's totally like 
fun and silly and quirky and and short because the same thing at Christmas I like to read quick little stories and then um my first novel is a split time novel and I published it um I self-published it just in January mm-hmm. and it's a uh, a woman finds a recipe box and then tries to find the owner and then they go on a road trip to Kentucky and meet an Appalachian preacher who um, kind of, you know, encourages the the um, woman living in the modern time to yeah. get her get her life straight. <laughs> so oh, wow. that has been um, real fun. That was my first getting a book together experience. It's been a lot of fun. And yeah. um, so, um, but my mystery is... I pray it will be a series. I have the covers yeah. for three. Okay. Covers and titles for three. And But my first one should be ready to go August 1st. And it's mm-hmm. called... Um, it's Piper Hyden Piano Mysteries. And the first one is called Murder Goes Solo. Oh my gosh, I love it. And is I, that, Are you alluding to the... Are you alluding to music? Like solo? Like a solo yes. Piece? Yes. And there's going to be... There's music notes on the cover and a grand piano. So, and I can tell you the first line because it doesn't give anything away. It says, none of this would have happened if the Steinway had been delivered on time. What a great line. Wait, can you repeat that? Repeat that. None of this would have happened if the Steinway had been delivered on time. Yeah. And so for for you non-musical people out there, Steinway is a wonderful piano. Oh, we have a Steinway at church. And I said, you almost don't have to even know how to play the piano. I know. It, it sings. It sings by oh, itself. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> wow. Well, what led you to, to, what led you to write? Well, I've always been going to write. You know, I think a lot of us are that way. We have, yeah. a, everyone will like, oh, you should write a book. I'm going to write a book. Yeah. And I used to write epic stories when I was 10, 11, and I would showed them to my mother and she was my biggest cheerleader and she'd be like sure. oh oh honey that's wonderful and the one i remember i didn't keep it but it was a terrible tragedy of triplets who all died on the same day oh my god and you know i would tell my mom i'm gonna have a book published by the time i'm 12 and um we don't have to discuss how many years past 12 a.m yeah. but we won't we won't discuss that <laughs> that doesn't have to come up <laughs> but i um, my mom passed away um, at the very height of COVID. She did not have COVID, yeah. but all the COVID restrictions affected us. We weren't able to go to her, and oh. my dad wasn't able to be with her until the very end. And oh. it, we couldn't have her funeral for three months, and it was awful. Wow. So, um, mm. somewhere in there, it just hit me like, okay, life is finite, mm-hmm. we are mortal. You have this goal. You have had this goal your entire life. And when are you going to do it? And so um, I got an email. I don't even know how I got on his email list, but um, Jerry Jenkins. Yes. um, He had a write um, your novel blueprint course. Mm -hmm. And I um, wasn't sure because it was you know, it's a fair amount yeah. of money, but I was like, well, he's, yeah. he's an established author. So I feel mm-hmm. like he can tell me, you know, what to do. Yeah. And so I prayed about it and it, you know, rumbled in my brain for 
maybe six weeks or something. And I, I, one of my side hustles is I sell on eBay. Right. So I just took my eBay money and paid for this course. And then as soon as I paid, I'm like, oh no, what have I done? (laughs) But I do believe paying for it made me do it. Right. Because I paid all this money. I can't just. So I took the course and, um, I joined the, there's a Facebook group if you have joined the course and he interacts occasionally and you can get some input and Diane Mills is, um, was my, um, she read my first 10 pages and so, you know, you can get some experts. Yeah. Diane Mills has been on here. Oh, awesome. I'll have to look Mm -hmm. up her episode. So anyway, I went through it. I had to change a ton of stuff. The road home is my book I was working on when I did this course and okay. um, halfway through I turned it into a split time novel with two timelines and I promised to never do that to myself again because <laughs> that was a mess but anyway so that's kind of where it came about and I went to the Blue Ridge Conference last May virtually yeah and I really truly felt like a big pretender like yeah. I have this book getting close to ready to go but I don't know and whatever but that was a huge encouragement to me in -hmm. that if God has given you something to write and a desire to write Mm -hmm. there's a reason and you live in this time period for you know to give God's message to people and but then I did the little bit of but it's fiction like it's not important if it's not some huge theological book or devotions or but also that they kind of touched on that like you know, there's nothing shameful about writing right. clean, wholesome fiction mm-hmm. that touches, you know, hearts or shares a little bit of God's truth. So, yeah, that's the I don't know. Is that the long version or the short version? <laughs> no, that's that is great. No, that is great because you covered you covered so much. Like, I love that you talked about investing in, in, in your writing. I love that you also talked about the fact that many of us can struggle with um, imposter syndrome, you know, feeling like. I'm not really a writer when, you know, you look at even your website, uh, Melissa, and you, you've been blogging, you have, you have these, um, you have the novella out and these studies out and even coming up with a companion um, study for children. I mean, so you, you've been a writer, you know, but yes. then what you did was you took it to another level. You're like, no, I want to take, I want to really, um, explore where this this can take me and so you invested um, yeah. you got feedback these are all the important steps that we need to do as writers right and i will tell you um your feedback this is what i meant to say um i don't mean that i didn't learn anything else valuable in the jerry jenkins course but learning to take feedback and not get your heartbroken or your mm-hmm. your your dander up or you know whatever <laughs> was really good because I have a group I call them my alpha readers it's my Mm -hmm. sisters and my brother some close friends and then a couple of strangers and they are wonderful but they don't let me get away with anything and so learning to accept you know "Eh, I don't really like this or that doesn't sound right or why did you use this word has really been incredibly invaluable to me so Mm -hmm. I'm super thankful for that yeah we we need that that's one of the things that you find will separate people who are successful and people who aren't so people who resist feedback and 
they don't want um, to take a, they don't want to do or, you know, get critiqued. Um, right. They, they don't progress in their writing. Right. Yeah. I should tell you, honestly, when my first 10 pages came back and um, Diane Mills was the one who <laughs> scored it, I, I yeah. did have a little bit of tears. <laughs> but I buckled down and said, okay, okay, okay. She knows what she's talking about. I have to listen. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We've all been there. And so I commend you for I commend you for taking yourself seriously and, and, and doing that. Thank you. So what advice can you share with, with our author community regarding marketing themselves and building a platform? Because that's something we're here all the time. Yes, I um, am still learning. <laughs> so yeah. I think um, just for me, first thing I had to do was to start my website, start my author page. Although mm -hmm. I did call it a writer page at first because yeah. I didn't feel like I could say author. Um, yeah. <laughs> And then I just started telling people I learned, um, well, I'm still not the expert. Like I have Instagram, I have my Facebook page, I'm trying TikTok, Ooh. but, um, I think the biggest thing is I just do the next thing. Okay. So first I had to do the website. So I need to learn how to do this and where mm -hmm. to do it and what I need to do. And I still, I don't blog even every week I just can't and same yeah. as people say to be successful on TikTok you have to post 15 times a day well I don't have time for that <laughs> so I just do what I can when I can do it I learn sometimes I have to mull things over so you know I'm not turning the world on fire with my my platform but I remember after um the Blue Ridge conference mm -hmm. um we had a zoom session for those of us who couldn't be there in person with bethany jett oh and she yeah talked a lot about the the um social stuff so one great tip i got from her since nothing i had set up yet was oh, yeah. to use your name on everything don't come up with cute stuff or quirky stuff mm -hmm. because people don't know how to find you so that was wonderful so all mm -hmm. my stuff just has my name melissa chapin okay. and um my melissa is spelled with an a by the way though ma yeah. but yeah. um I just put my name on everything and I just, I do what I can when I can. And I remember I had a follow-up call after the conference with our, the, like the mentor call you get. Yeah. And, uh, Vincent, Vincent Davis was asking me what I've done, what I, and I had, I remember I had 40 people on my email list yeah. and he was like, that's okay. That's wonderful. And now, yeah. now I think a year later, I still only have 169, but you oh. know what? It's, it's growing. And so. Yeah. I just have to do what I can and not get discouraged and but also not put my head in the sand and not do it. Right. So. And and see that that's so good that you you made that illustration. You went from 40 to 169. That's a tremendous um, improvement. Right. Yeah. Well, not well, 10,000 or anything, but No, you know. not 10,000, not yet, but probably after this podcast. Okay, awesome. <laughs> Well, are there any any words of encouragement you can offer to those struggling with common author struggles such as rejection, isolation, and even marketing? I think just, um, you know, be willing to listen, be willing to take feedback, be willing to Google and learn something you have no idea what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I wouldn't platform 
the platform to me meant like you know someone's on the stage so I get that that's <laughs> But it didn't mean anything else to me. And I'm like, okay, wait, what is everyone talking about? So I had to learn. Yeah. So you had to be willing to to learn and to have input. And I did say, though, when I get rich and famous, I'm paying somebody to do all that stuff. So <laughs> I'm only doing it right now until I'm rich and famous. So, <laughs> but um, just keep going. And okay so there's a difference in I feel like God gave me my ideas or my stories but it's not the whole God told me to write this book so nobody can say anything about it and you better buy it right Right? I still if I feel like God called me to share stories or devotionals I still have to do the very best work that I can do and I still have to improve yeah so and the other tip I think I would tell you as I've learned over this past couple of years doing this more seriously is you can sign up for all the courses in the world listen to all the webinars follow every author buy their how to write books but I mean at some point you do have to write yes so (laughs) right like there's always something else out there to follow or try but then you're never going to get your book written so yeah okay that's that's really good so be willing to listen take feedback be willing to learn and you have to write right (laughs) oh that's good well can you share your method to to keep focused and organized as you manage your various projects well I'm I don't know how well I'm doing that (laughs) but um I have tons of notes on my phone in my notes app I yeah. was shopping. I was shopping one time and there was a brand name. I don't even know what it was because all yeah. I did was write it down, but it was Hadley Rose. And I'm like, yeah. oh, Hadley Rose, that would be an interesting character name. So I popped it in my phone app and then um, I I either um, message myself on Facebook yeah. Yeah. or I, if I'm at home, then I have Scrivener. Okay. And so I keep the funny thing is Scrivener I don't write in Scrivener but I use it to organize it's sort of like an online notebook uh, a computer notebook and I just I have a page for character names I have a page for story ideas I have a page for you know whatever and then in my current project I do any research I put the links there or pictures or things I'm thinking of or the outline of my story but yeah I don't know (laughs) And I also have slips of paper everywhere. I love that. Now, tell our our, um, listeners more about Scrivener, because that comes up quite a bit. Lots of people do. Sure. Well, I'm not the expert on Scrivener. And Mm -hmm. I did buy the webinar that I didn't finish from some Scrivener expert. I can't think of his name. He's the big kahuna for Scrivener. It's excellent information. It's just, again, I don't have have time to, to follow all the things I bought. But, um... It has a bit of a learning curve, but I really yeah. do. I really do like it. it. So it's like a binder and a notebook. And right. You can, you can add a new folder. You can add a new page. You can add a. There's even you can make it look like a cork board with your three by five cards on it. Mm-hmm. If you need to see it visually. So I think for me, it's just I open a new one for each book, mm-hmm. and then I just dump everything in there that I'm thinking or that you know the way I yeah. think I'm going to do it. And I also keep all of it. Mm-hmm. I um, don't delete, you know, when I don't use something, but some of the mm-hmm. times I didn't use something 
for a story and then I transferred over. I call it my park file. And right. I I heard that at Blue Ridge. I don't remember who said it, but I'm like, okay. oh, that's a good idea. If, so if I didn't use it, then I transferred over to that park file. Okay. Maybe I'll use it for something else. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I do think you need a, a how to do a Scrivener maybe, but I yeah. I probably am not getting all the benefits of it, but yeah. it, it's working. You're getting more benefits than I am. I just, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I need, I need like another degree to, to figure that out, but um, yeah. I'm going to get there. Um, but, but that was good. So, so notes, you use the notes on your phone, slips of paper, Scrivener. And that's, that's an interesting way to use Scrivener to, to, um, just use it to organize your ideas, links, pictures, right. Park file. That's really Well, and also down the side though, you can see all your folder names at once. Right. Oh, it's easy to, once you put things in there, it is easy to find them again, which is, kind of important yeah tell me about it otherwise i'm searching through my computer going what did i name that (laughs) (laughs) well how and why do you recommend lacing our author platforms with moral messages well i mean my faith is a very important part of my life Mm -hmm. and it's just who i am so if i'm going to write a story i don't feel like i can take it out of there Mm-hmm. And there's so much in the world that's ugly and yeah. evil mm-hmm. that I think um, it's important to have Christian messages or mm-hmm. moral messages in our entertainment. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes I read a book that it's a wonderful story and then they they put this stuff in there and you're like, yeah. why? That did not add anything to the story. Yeah, exactly. So I'm in a book club um, with local people and it's fun, but we don't read Christian fiction. And so sometimes um, I missed a couple months ago. I couldn't read the book. And when we came back, everyone in the book club said, oh, the whole time I was reading this, I thought, oh, Melissa would not like this book. <laughs> I was like, why? They're like, it wasn't wholesome. <laughs> and I said, you know, I, I don't necessarily read only wholesome books. Yeah. But I'm not going to write smutty things. So. Right. Yeah. I, but it was yeah. kind of cute. My my nephews were over. Um, I think he's 11. And my first book was published. And they were looking at it. And, you know, super cool. And then they asked what else I was writing. And then he got a great big smile. And he's like, Aunt Melissa, all your books are Christian? I'm like, yes. He's like, that's so awesome. And I thought, you know what? That is so awesome. I'm not I'm not ashamed of that. Oh, I love it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, are there any uh, projects that you would like to update our, our listeners about? And also how can our writing community stay in touch with you? Sure. Well, um, my website is just melissachapin.com. I'm on Facebook, Melissa Chapin Author, and TikTok and Instagram is Melissa Chapin. <laughs> um, I do have a sign up for my newsletter. It should pop up if you're on my website. I, mm-hmm. I post the link once in a while. You're welcome to email me, which is Melissa at MelissaChapin.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could send you a link to my newsletter. I would love if you would, anyone would like to be a 170 subscriber. That would make my day. Um, and then I... Um, I have 
the Christmas novella pre-order coming out for Christmas in July, and then my my first Piper mystery. So she's the she's a rich, comes from a rich family, owns a piano academy, gets a new Steinway, and then something happens, and she has right. to figure it out because she's going to be a suspect if she doesn't, and she wants her life back. So it is a cozy mystery, which means the body is mentioned, but you know it shouldn't keep you awake at night freaking out right. so <laughs> yeah and it's um, based in a fictional small town wisconsin cranberry harbor which doesn't oh. exist but love it love it it could yeah. exist though yeah it okay. could it's yeah. sort of like my sister thought it was door county and i'm like no that's the next piper novel <laughs> and door county just quick is the the part of wisconsin that sticks out into the lake so <laughs> And that book is called Murder Goes Solo, right? Murder Goes Solo is my yeah, first okay. Piper Hayden. Hopefully, I'm going to have a series of three. We'll see what happens. Yes, we're praying that that's going to that's <laughs> definitely going to happen. Well, oh my goodness, Melissa, this has been so much fun. It's been amazing to hang out with you. Well, to thank share. you. Yeah, I do. I just can't wait for you to come back on here. And I, you know, <laughs> if I remember, I I make just about all my guests Pinky swear to come back on the um, show, and so I have remembered. And I'm making you pinky promise. Okay. To come back. All right. Okay. We, so it's a virtual pinky promise. You all have witnessed it. Um, <laughs> and, and and you all are going to go and rush to sign up and make Melissa's day. Maybe she'll reach 200. Oh. She'll go viral. It'll, it'll be crazy. <laughs> that would be fabulous. Thank you. Yeah, we'll be laughing at it and how um, ridiculous this all is because she just has, you know, so many followers and it's just amazing <laughs> well thank you i really appreciate this opportunity oh yeah well thank you listeners for hanging out with us where authors and experts are all invited to make this world a better place where light pierces through the darkness with the spoken and written word 